Good morning. <clears throat> Wood, concrete, glass. Um, so I've sort of been thinking about the whole uh, the whole podcast thing. I think it's sort of going. I mean, no one's listening to this, I'm sure, but <laughs> for me, it's sort of a consolidation of my various ideas and stuff that I have going on. So I'm sort of happy to sort of be at something, like continuously working towards it. And, and uh, just sort of, like there's sort of two ways to, to get something going. One is to have really high quality content. And the other, the other way that they say is just being prolific. So like be constantly um, attempting to put things out in the world, which uh, I'm going for in this case. So um, what we were sort of dealing with last at the end of last week and sort of starting a new week here, Sun's shining, great weekend, uh, got out. I do a lot of walking um, as a part of my uh, sort of what I like to do with my time off. So I would get out, walk, and I, I walk neighborhoods and sort of see the different, because uh, I, I love the building side of things, right? So I, I see where the higher end developments are and, you know, you walk through those neighborhoods and you see considered design and you see the use of of woods and different materials and that sort of thing and, and you see you see a situation where people have really done their research before they've built something and it shows right when you when you see can really a well-considered design you you know right away whereas you can see something that is an, an attempt at good design but falls flat because things weren't properly considered and you can tell so what we, what we want to do here is um, figure out a way to start the process of, of uh, building uh, the, the knowledge in your own head before you go ahead and, and do any sort of application or, or anything like that. But that's what the, the whole the four-part model, that STAG. So we got the, the study portion of it going. We sort of covered a lot of those sort of things that filling the fill in the vessel as I like to call it with all the knowledge and and um, and all the different aspects of, of constraint uh, I talked briefly last week about the teaching and, and that's an important part of it because when teaching somebody um, about what you're proposing to do doesn't necessarily just mean um, oh you know like I know everything here here's what it all is you'll, you'll notice that good teachers that you've had in your past ask a lot of questions as well as give a lot of information so a teacher like in your case if you're doing something that requires um, an, a- an application and you've gone through and you've studied the, the lot and you've studied all the other aspects of it now you're trying to teach or explain your needs to professionals right this is the goal of what we're doing here you know i i'm i'm not really of the camp that says that you can do this all yourself that you can you know draw plans and and try to sort of (laughs) run the whole thing by yourself even even the property the the management of the project once you get um, applications a lot of people aren't built for that um it is a process that can 
happen. You could, if you're, if you're, um, pretty, pretty savvy and, and you do a lot of studying and a lot of research, you can get yourself into a position where you could, um, project manage it. I had a a close friend who recently did that with a renovation that he did. He had never actually done residential, um, uh, a a residential project before, but needed to put a small addition on his house. And, uh, he managed to, to navigate through the process, but he is in the, you know, in a project manager, not a construction project manager, but a project manager. So he had sort of the working knowledge of how to, how to timeline and, and budget and all this sort of thing uh, at hand. But it's in the teaching of, of all this information that you've just learned. So you've just, you've just grabbed, I mean, the study portion of a, of a project can take, you know, months if not years, right? Like this isn't, this isn't a follow along as you're going through it type podcast where, you know, now you've spent 15 days studying and now you're ready for application. The study portion of, of any good project will take a lot of time. And you'll, you'll be, like I said, you'll be dealing with all these different professional, um, bodies. Like there might be, um, surveyors and, and all this sort of stuff to get that that first talk, like that first um, introduction, uh, and I would recommend that during the study phase is call three or four different surveyors, say, this is the scope of my project, if it requires survey, right? Anything that approaches, um, anything that approaches um, the side rear setbacks is going to probably require a confirmation of non-encroachment. So that will come into play. You may not need a full workup, full lot survey, but you might need to contact a surveyor in some capacity just to confirm that your forms don't uh, encroach on setbacks. So something to keep in mind. But as you're gathering all this information, have conversations with all these different people. It's funny, actually, this weekend I was... I was down in an Apple store, and this is completely unrelated to building, but it sort of goes to the, to the point of um, how to deal with people. And I had some questions regarding um, an Apple TV. I had their original Apple TV way back in the day. And what, what happens, I walk in the store, I, I found the Apple TV myself. So I looked at it, searched through it with the remote, that sort of thing. And then I wanted to ask a few more um, pointed questions as to, you know, what are the different options? Where, um, what's the difference between those options? Blah, blah, blah. All this sort of thing. I see the closest Apple genius standing there. And I say, oh, I've got some questions regarding the Apple, Apple, new Apple TVs. Can you answer those for me? And he sort of had this panicked look on his face. And I said, oh, okay, that's never weird. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can, I can answer a question. Just, st- just step over here. Uh, I have to keep my eyes on this table. Well, this is an obvious indication of a guy who is—he's got a different job to do. He's probably watching the, the Apple Watch, um, table, and he's his main purpose. He's probably first day on the job. His main purpose was to just ensure that nobody takes these watches or if people want to try things on, allow them to try it on, but watch them like a hawk. So he wasn't, he wasn't there for the purpose that I needed. So he, he ran through a, a very limited um, description of, of the new functionality of an Apple Watch and, or of an Apple TV. 
and I was like, oh, great, man. Well, thanks. Let me, let me, let me consider what, what you've told me there. And I'll, I'll, uh, you know, just like, thank Like I thanked him for what he provided, me, which clearly wasn't a lot, but I could tell that he wasn't the right guy to talk to. So you thank him. Like I thanked him for his help and I moved on. And I sort of looked around the store. I found a guy who was maybe a bit older. Could tell he wasn't busy. He was sort of wandering around. And so we got into conversation. And he gave me the full breakdown of all the different functionality. So he was able to, to help me where the first guy couldn't. But I didn't rudely walk away from the first guy. I just understood. I could see that he wasn't the person who could help me in this moment. And that... By, by just sort of stepping away from his interaction, he, he, was, he got to go back to doing what he was supposed to do. And I got to move on to somebody who knew a little bit more. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, if somebody came up to me and started asking me um, about business licenses, I mean, I would do my best to sort of give some basic ideas as to what the person might have to consider, but I don't really know the, the, the detail, details around it, right? So the key is to, to not freak out and, like, treat somebody poorly because they're not the right person. Like, you asked the wrong person. I mean, it's so, it's so ingrained these days in, in customer service that you're supposed to do your best to help people um, that people sometimes go over and above instead of just saying you know what, I'm not the person to ask. Let me get one of my uh, colleagues for you. They, they, try to, they, try to, they try to get the, the project or the, the information to you the best they can, which clearly leaves um, gaps in, in knowledge. So just something to keep in mind as, you, as you're studying the process and getting to, uh, get to you know, the stage where you're actually putting documents together is as you're asking these various um, professionals for information and for consultation, just understand that if you get, start getting the vibe that this person doesn't really know what they're doing, be polite. Say, oh, well, thank you so much for your help. Let me get back to you. They start giving you pressure at that point. Then you can sort of get a little bit more firm that, no, no, I'm going to be, I'll be just fine. Let me get back to you. Right? And, and, you know, separate yourself from, from that situation. It could also just be somebody having a bad day. I mean, that happens all the time, too. But uh, keep, uh, keep that in mind as you deal with uh, the various parties involved in an application. And um, there, won't be any, uh, there won't be any concerns with you getting screwed over. Um, I mean, you do have to keep your eyes peeled, of course, for the smooth, the smooth talkers who know exactly what to say to make it sound like they know what they're talking about um, but again the more research and studying you do before engaging with them the more you'll be able to call them on their bullshit um, also the uh, like once you start teaching them what you know I mean they'll be able to understand your knowledge too right and anybody who uh, who knows um, their stuff will be able to maybe play a little bit of a little bit of tennis with you there in terms of well this guy knows this well I'm gonna throw this at him to, to throw him off right so if you if you find as you teach somebody something they start throwing back higher level problems back at you 
that's also an indicator to say, oh, wait a minute, maybe this person's trying to manipulate me a little bit. Or maybe they're uh, really uncertain themselves and are just trying to, to fool you into uh, thinking that, that they know what they're talking about. Always be completely comfortable saying, wait a minute, what you just said there, I don't understand that, explain. And if they can't teach it to you, it's a bad sign. If they're talking about it but can't tell you what it is, it's not a good, uh, not a good way to, to do business. So that's again, the, uh, another sort of introductory into uh, the teaching side of it, but a little bit of a, a lesson in, uh, <laughs> in how to deal with people and, and vet um, the, the various professions. Thank you.